Coming up, Boston suffers one of their worst losses of the season at the worst time. And the Grizzlies are solidly back on track. This is Locked On Game to Game NBA. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA. Local experts to join us to go over the biggest stories on the hardwood, plus recap all of the action for you from the NBA last night. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Boston is not instilling a ton of confidence in the fact they might be on another long postseason run because they have had some embarrassing losses lately, the most recent one to Washington. Locked On Celtics and Locked On Wizards are in to break everything down for you postgame. I don't know if this goes down as the worst loss of the season for the Celtics, but it's in the conversation. I'm John Corrales of the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Celtics get blown out by the Wizards, 131-11. In what was, I felt like, a must-win situation. I thought the Celtics, going for that top seed, were going to have to play perfect for the rest of the season. And this was far from it. They came out well enough. They attacked well. They moved the ball well in the first few minutes of the game. Four assists in the first four minutes. And then... It just started to fall apart. The Wizards started to get comfortable. They started making three-pointers. The Celtics were missing three-pointers. It looked like the Celtics were going for answers to Washington shots rather than just run their their typical offense. And that turnaround infected their defense. And that's how the Celtics tend to go when they get blown out in games like this. Just a bad effort all the way around. They didn't have their heads in the right place. They didn't play defense at all. They just kind of came out and thought, maybe we can shoot our way past this team, and they couldn't. And now, feels like the Celtics have lost their grip on that top seed, even if they win this game on Thursday against Milwaukee. This is going to be a tough one. Looks like it's the second seed for the Boston Celtics. What's good, Wizards fans and NBA fans? The Washington Wizards beat the Celtics 130-111. The Wizards were 11-point underdogs and wind up beating the Celtics by 19 points. Denny Avdia was the star of the show tonight. Him and Chris Porzingis. Denny Avdia ties his career high with 25 points tonight. 10 for 16 from the field, 2 of 5 from the three-point line, and 10 boards. Another double-double for Denny. Chris Porzingis as well with another double-double. 32 points and 13 boards. They, the Wizards held the Celtics to 25% from the three-point line. And the Celtics are one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league. And the Wizards uh, definitely, definitely beat down the Celtics. They, they played wide out and they moved the ball a lot without Bradley Bill, without Kyle Kuzma, without Gafford. Um, they played hard and got the win tonight. Monte Morris with 19 points. Corey Kisper with 15. Johnny Davis showed some flashes tonight as well. Kendrick Nunn with 12 points off the bench tonight, and the Wizards get a good win against the Boston Celtics. Thank you guys for listening. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. The Cavs clinched their playoff spot while the Hawks are still trying to improve their standing in the East at the bottom near the play-in game. Locked on Hawks goes over Atlanta's big win. Locked on Cavs chimes in on the losing side. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Roland. The Atlanta Hawks continue to hang around the 500 mark as they have been all season long. They're now 38 and 38 after a home win over the shorthand Cleveland Cavs on Tuesday evening. DeJounte Murray bounced back in a big way with 29 points, including a couple of big shots late in this one. And the Hawks avoided a disaster. They were up 15 points in the fourth quarter. It got pretty tight late with Donovan Mitchell going off in the second half of this contest. But the Hawks were able to do just enough down the stretch to emerge victorious. Uh, free throw down the stretch. And then Donovan Mitchell had a heave at the buzzer that nearly went for Cleveland. But it, uh, in the end, 
They went begging, and the Hawks escaped to extend their NBA record-long streak of consecutive games within one game of 500, 30 straight games of the Hawks being within one, one game of 500 for the season. And uh, on this night, though, a lot of positivity, a uh, nice performance from the bench in this game as well. And uh, generally speaking, an upbeat night for the Hawks as they approach the stretch run with six games remaining. We'll have a full breakdown of this game and more on the Hawks podcast. Hey guys, how's it going here? Evan Damro, co-host of Locked On Cavs and the Locked On Now takeaway after the Cleveland Cavaliers' Tuesday night loss on the road to the Atlanta Hawks. Well, Evan Mobley is sensational. Donovan Mitchell has his 10th 40-plus point game of the season, but it just wasn't enough for the Cavs as they are not able to contain the Atlanta Hawks despite holding Atlanta to 26 points in the fourth quarter. They are outscored in the second and third, and more than anything, just gave Trey Young what he wanted down the stretch. And I think the biggest mishap and sign of youth and inexperience for this Cavs team tonight was the fact that Darius Garland looked like he was playing tag of Trey Young at the end. It looked like he wasn't trying to foul him right away, and it shaved precious seconds off the clock, which resulted in Donovan Mitchell taking a hero three-pointer. This game was winnable for Cleveland. I think it's disappointing overall the way so many great individual performances. And we'll talk about this and plenty more on the next Locked on Cavs. Check us out on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcasts. Coming up, Orlando puts up a good fight against Memphis. This is Locked on Game to Game NBA. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. I always thought it would be cool to work in the front office of an NBA team, and if you've ever dreamed about being an NBA GM, this is the game for you. You can manage every strategic aspect of your team. You hire the coaches, you trade and train the players, you make draft picks, and you also get to navigate free agency. It's challenging, but it's realistic as well. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline. Locked On NBA listeners, get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code locked on in the game store. So make sure you check it out to download the game. Just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code or look it up in the app store. That's probasketballgm.com. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NBA. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Orlando continues to show up against some of the best teams in the league, but Memphis was able to hold on and get the win yesterday and break some records along the way. Locked On Grizzlies details the historic night. Locked On Magic talks about a good effort from Orlando. This is Philip Ross and Reich, the host of Locked On Magic, as the Orlando Magic's fleeting postseason hopes take a big hit with a 113-108 loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. The Orlando Magic have to be perfect to make the postseason anyway at this point. But this was a game that kind of hits at the two uh, sides of this Orlando Magic team. On one hand, they're a young team learning how to win. They're going to go through these growing pains, and it's really important that they play to the end of the game. Down by 23 points in the third quarter, Orlando just slowly chipped away at that lead, finding the right guy to spark them in Goga Batadze, spreading to Jalen Suggs and eventually to Franz Wagner, who had a big fourth quarter, scoring 16 of his 25 points in the quarter to bring the Magic as close as three with time winding down. On the other hand, this is a team that is good enough and now experienced enough but they shouldn't be down 17 after the first quarter to begin with, where they shouldn't be having to climb this far out of a hole and should be ready to play from the start to win these kinds of games. The Magic are good enough to win. They're still figuring out how to do it every single night. The Memphis Grizzlies made that a lot more interesting than it needed to be. Kudos to the Orlando Magic, a solid performance to get back in the game late. Memphis dominated much of the contest, however, and pulls out a significant win at home because of the fact that it clinches the best home record in a regular season in Memphis Grizzlies history. I'm Joe Mullinex of Locked On Grizzlies. In the effort to get the Grizzlies to a seventh straight win, 
to win 10 of their last 11 contests was led by Xavier Tillman, who, if you follow Locked On Grizzlies, you know DeMichael Cole and I have been particularly hard on throughout the season, especially early in the season. But X has shown growth. He has shown development in his game, not just on the glass or as a screener, but in terms of scoring. And that really shined through against the Orlando Magic. Really impressive game from Desmond Bain and others. And again, it was too close but at least it ends in a pretty important win for the Perhaps a preview of one of those Eastern Conference play-in games as Miami and Toronto faced off yesterday. Locked on Raptors and Locked on Heat are in with all the details. Plan the parade. The Toronto Raptors are 500 once again. Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Toronto Raptors 106-92 win over the Miami Heat in a game that pushes the Raptors to 38-38, gets them back to 500 for the very first time since December the 9th when they were 13-13. They'd had multiple chances to get to 500 in recent weeks and failed each time, but this is a big one. You beat the Heat. Now they're just two games behind Miami for the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference with the tiebreaker in hand as well. That could mean something. Also, you have the Atlanta Hawks and Chicago Bulls vying for the all-important eighth seed in the plane as well. And for the Raptors in this one, this was about their offensive problem solving. And in particular, the way Scotty Barnes helped this Raptors offense flow. Barnes was incredible in the first half. He had 18 points by the middle of the first middle of the second quarter, that is. And he finished this game with 22 points to go along with a career-high 12 assists and against a Miami team that had no Jimmy Butler and was forced to play a lot of junky defense the Raptors who typically struggle with junky defense did a great job playing at a double teams working from the middle of the zone that the heat throw at you so often and normally it's a slog for the Raptors when teams decide to get a little weird instead there is beautiful flow four starters in this game had five or more assists led by that 12 by Scotty Barnes this is a good win for the Raptors they're going to need more of them they have a tough game against Philly on Friday and a very tough schedule with a couple games against Boston and Milwaukee to close as well. Big time stuff for the Raptors as they push for better seeding in the play-in and 500. Baby, it's so, so sweet. The Heat lost to the Raptors 106-92 and this one was over early. I'm Wes Goldberg with Locked on Heat. The Heat went into Toronto needing a win to break a tie in the standings with the Brooklyn Nets, but instead turned in one of their more disappointing efforts of the year. Even though they went up by 10 early, the Heat were outscored from then on, including 31 to 20 in the third quarter when the Raptors went up by 19. No Jimmy Butler, who was a late scratch with neck soreness, but that's not an excuse for the effort with all that was on the line. The Heat gave up 62 points in the paint, turned the ball over 15 times, and the offense played without any force. The Heat have now dropped two straight to fall to 40 and 36, a game behind the Nets in the loss column for the number six seed. For more on what went wrong tonight and the inside story on Jimmy Butler's absence, check out Locked on Heat on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Game to Game NBA. Thank you for making Locked on your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked on NBA and your favorite team's Locked on podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked on Game to Game.